Welcome to the Tear Talk podcast with author, coach, and speaker, Mashani Allen. Known as the Golden Scribe, Mashani has over two decades of writing experience, and her passion for the craft has given her the opportunity to impart wisdom, affirmation, hope, and confidence into many. Let's listen now as Mashani delves deep into the Tear Talk journey and takes us on a discovery of the power of the pen. Welcome, 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 welcome. Welcome to the Tear Talk Podcast. I am so excited that you joined me on today. I really do believe that today's podcast will be one that will challenge us, but for the better. I was thinking about a statement that I heard from a young lady who goes by the name of P. Rose. A friend of mine introduced us because we both journaled a lot (laughs) and she thought it would be a good connect. And I remember I can so clearly see myself when I was driving around on the phone talking to her for the first time. And I think I was going shopping or something and I pulled into a parking lot And she said something that has stuck with me from the minute she said it, I heard it and I captured those words. When we were talking about journaling and we were talking about our journeys and how much we write and how much we love to write and all the healing that we receive from journaling, how therapeutic it is, how it's something that allows us to see our growth. It's something that allows us to see where we still need to grow. This young lady made a statement and what she said was this, the paper doesn't judge. And when she said that, it was like, oh my gosh, (laughs) I was like, that is it. And before I came on the podcast, you know, I told y'all Webster was my friend. So I went and looked up the definition of judge. And one of the definitions is to form an opinion or a conclusion about. And we live in a society where everything and everybody is judged. And what I have found for me is that journaling is a judge-free zone. Now, I need to put that on my t-shirts. Let me write that down. That's going to be a t-shirt, (laughs) y'all. Journaling is a judge-free zone. And I have found that through journaling, I've been able to allow the judgments of others find a place of release. For some people, their judgment became a gravesite for me. It was like, I buried it. That's dead. We're not working with that. But all judgment isn't bad judgment. And I think we don't have a balance when it comes to that because some things do need to be judged. There is a scripture that says judge righteously, but people don't want to talk about that verse. Um, <laughs> but paper or journaling or even your computer that that blank sheet, that blank page, it's a judge-free zone. And I think because society alone, we are 
overwhelmed with judgment, we all need to find a place and a space where there is no judgment. And for me, I found that place to be my journals. And what's interesting is when I'm talking about judging or um, it being a judge-free zone, it can also become a, a place where you can judge yourself. Um, so many times we we worry about the judgment of others, but there's times when we we need to look at ourselves. We need to come to a conclusion about ourselves where we need to shift or we need to change or we need to make some adjustments. I think that we have bombarded the negative side of what it means to judge to where we become offended or we don't know how to take um, the right side when it comes to being judged. And it's interesting because like when I would write in my journals, I have like, first of all, 15 types of journals, but that's a whole nother other. But in my daily journal, I would write my feelings, my thoughts, um, my pains, my worries, my concerns, my cares, my dreams, my hopes, my passions. I would write all of that in there. And it was a it's a beautiful thing to do because as I'm writing, it's not being judged. If I say, you know, I want six streams of income, it's not being judged. Like you should be happy that you have a nine to five that pays you well. So the paper is just a place of release. The journal is a place of release. It's an opportunity to be able to unpack your brain. Now, as I was thinking about um, it doesn't judge, I started to think about this book that I wrote. And a lot of the books that I write come from a place of journaling. They come from a season or a time where my tears needed to talk and my tears needed to release. And for me, my pen carries the ink of my tears. And... I wrote my book and it's interesting because my book, The Beauty of Holiness, A Makeover from the Inside Out, it took me seven years to publish that book. But when I wrote Tear Talk, A 90-Day Guide to Healing Through Journaling, it took me three days to write that book and I published that book within three weeks. But one thing about me is that I believe that you shouldn't publish a book until you have become the book. Because when you publish a book, you become an author and author is found in the word authority. So you become the authority of that subject matter. And there are a lot of people who are publishing things that they aren't the authority of. And it can be a horrible thing when people look to you as an authority, but you're not. And when I was writing The Beauty of Holiness, it came from the perspective of when I was a makeup artist. And when I would be doing people's makeup from ages 8 to 80, you would hear people complain about different features that they had on their face. And I'm looking like, but your eyes are beautiful. You have a beautiful jawline. You have nice full lips. You have great eyebrows. You know, I, I just would see them differently 
than they saw themselves. And the paper, when we journal, allows us to write the things that we see. But if we allow ourselves to take a moment after we journal and to meditate and to just think and to relax, you know, God can speak and begin to share with you what he sees. Now, I want to share a verse with you that is quoted in many circles sometimes. And this verse is 1 Samuel, the 16th chapter, verse 7. And this is when David, in this chapter is when David is about to be chosen as king. But let's look at 1 Samuel 16, verse 7. It says, But the Lord said to Samuel, Look not on his appearance or at the height of his stature, for I have rejected him. For the Lord sees not as man sees. For man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. For me, journaling was an opportunity for me to share my heart and for the Lord to look on my heart. And it wasn't that everything was bad, but I told y'all in the last uh, podcast on the first one that, you know, my mouth was something else when it came to how I talked about people. And again, that was because of the insecurities that I had within myself. And I had this really strange dichotomy happening because I was pursuing a modeling career. So I had people praising me for what I looked like on the outside, but in the inside, I was so ugly. And I believe that that's why it took me seven years to write The Beauty of Holiness, a makeover from the inside out. Not that I couldn't publish it, but I had to become the book that I published. And I had to allow a work to be done on the inside of me. And again, a lot of that came through my journaling. And I want to share a portion of the book with you because I believe it helps us in this conversation about judging and how the paper doesn't judge because most of what I've written in this book is what I wrote in my journals. There was a point in my life when I had to be honest with myself. Throughout my life, people have often suggested that I should be a model. I pursued the modeling industry which set me on a path to true self-discovery, finding out who I was and who God had fashioned me to be. It was hard going into castings and hearing someone say that my nose was too big or my skin was too dark. I actually like my nose because it's just like my dad's, and I've never considered my complexion in terms of darkness. The words and opinions of others caused me to question a lot about myself and how I define beauty. I began looking at the complexion of others and compared it to mine. I also found myself comparing my facial features with others as well. During this time, I discovered the trap of allowing others to control my definition. 
Too many times we allow the opinions of others, even strangers, to define us. We are unable to see who we really are or want to be because we are constantly looking through the lenses of others. The blessing was that during this time I had also recommitted my life to Christ and I began to study his word. Through his word, I was able to dispel the thoughts that people had concerning me and focus on his thoughts. I was able to put away the lenses of their external definitions and put on the lenses of God's internal definitions. I began to see myself through these new lenses. Although people considered me attractive, they were basing that on what they saw on the surface. I had internal traits that were ugly to God, which I had to correct. It was through this process that I learned the truly transcendent nature of inner beauty. My physical characteristics were not of my own choosing. They are the package through which God released me into the world. However, I have the choice and responsibility to change my internal characteristics. I could transform the ugliness of my heart and blossom in the character and the beauty and beauty through the Bible. In reading the word and studying the scriptures, I was able to identify patterns I followed that bore ugly marks on my character and tarnished my inner beauty. Because I allowed myself to be honest (laughs) with myself and allow the paper to be that canvas because it did not judge, I was able to then walk in new levels of truth, new levels of accountability, and new levels of responsibility. And for me again, It came through my journaling. I honestly believe that writing is so powerful and so important because there's so much that goes through our brains on a daily basis. And some things we aren't really able to identify unless we have something in place to where we're constantly recording. And I know for me, when I would journal my thoughts, I even, and I've shared this with people time and time again, sometimes when I would have a heart issue and I really knew that I was in the wrong or there was a heal area where I needed healing or an area where I needed deliverance or an area where I needed a shift in my mindset or my thought process, I would write what I would call Dear God Letters. And I would literally, at the top of the page, write Dear God. And with that page, I would be just as open, just as honest, and I would just lay my heart on the page. But I didn't feel that my heart wasn't protected on the page. I felt that my heart was covered. I felt that my heart was secure and I felt that my heart was heard. I think that a lot of people's hearts are beating, but
but a lot of people's hearts aren't being heard. Even though we may be speaking, that doesn't mean that we're being heard. And I think that we all have a level of needing to be heard, not just to speak. We need to be heard. And I have found and I have encouraged others to use journaling as a tool to allow your heart to be heard. And I think that the more for me, the more that I journaled, the more that I felt heard because I was getting it out of me. That's how a lot of healing came for me because I was actually able to express myself. And when I allowed my heart to be heard through my pen, then there will also come times when I would allow my heart to be heard through my voice. And that's why I say, if you can discover your pen, many times you can discover your voice. Not that you haven't been talking or you haven't been speaking, but sometimes you need to feel comfortable enough to express certain things in one way to then be able to express it in another. And again, the paper, the computer, and even a voice recorder are spaces and places where you can let your tears talk because those are spaces and places that don't judge. Like when you're, when you're, I just had this picture in my head. Like when you're writing, the paper isn't sitting there like, girl, for real, you did what? Oh my gosh. You know, the paper. <laughs> The paper isn't responding <laughs> to what you're putting on it. Now, you yourself, while you're writing, you may have all these expressions and all these emotions and, you know, feeling overwhelmed. You may have all of that, but the tool and the source that you are using it's just as calm, it's just as steady, and it's just as consistent as you need it to be. When you turn from one page to the next, it's still blank. And when you go to the next page, it's still blank. And it's a whole nother canvas for you to be able to express. It's a whole nother canvas for you to be able to pour. It's a whole nother canvas for you to be able to release. It's a whole nother canvas for you to download your brain and just, just unlock your brain and just let it sit there. And sometimes you have to let it sit there for you to really see what it is. But the beauty is again, you can do that in a judge free zone. Now, I know some of y'all are like, did this girl say she got over 15 types of journals? My, I have a lot going on in my head. <laughs> I'm a constant thinker. I'm a constant reader. And for me, I have to compartmentalize some things. So when I have to reference certain things, I'm able to go to that particular journal to be able to reference, you know, that particular thing. Like I had a sermon journal. I had a prayer journal. Um, I have a book journal. 
um, from when I read books and I would give books away all the time. So I would write the notes that I got from the book and put those in the journal. So if I ever gave the book away, I still have the notes. And like for me, I'm the type of person that not only likes to write my thoughts down, sometimes I have to write the thoughts of others in order to get a balance on my thought process to see if I'm judging them wrongly or if I'm judging them righteously. Like for me, journaling allows me to process. Like um, one of my best friends, she was like, here, here you go. Got to go write it in the journal. Cause I, I have to be able to process. Now there are some things that I can give a quick answer. I can give a quick decision and be done. But for me, for the most part, I would say 90, 95% of the time, I have to write it out. I have to write out my thoughts. I have to write it out. That writing allows me to process my thoughts. Writing allows me to go from one end of a thought process to another end of a thought process to come to a conclusion that I feel comfortable with. And because like I shared in the last podcast that I've been on this pilgrimage of learning the responsibility of words. I have to have time to process so I can make sure that I'm speaking the right words, not, not trying to be perfect, but understanding the power and the impact of words since life and death is in the power of the tongue. I'm extremely mindful that when I do speak on a subject or share an opinion, I try to be very, what's the word I want to use? Intentional with the word choices that I have. Because again, there is a responsibility that comes with the words that we speak. And there's also a responsibility that comes with the words that we write especially depending on the medium that we release it through. So for me, journaling has afforded me a safe space to allow my tears to talk, to allow my brain to be unpacked, to allow me to process my thoughts and to allow me to be me. And there aren't a lot of spaces and there aren't a lot of places that can fully embrace who we really are. But again, that's the beauty of the paper. That's the beauty of the pen. That's the beauty of the computer because it creates a judge-free zone. I pray that you all were blessed by today's podcast. I know it's unique and I know it's different. And each one will be just like this. But I hope that you enjoyed it to the point that when you see it pop up again, that you will press play. Thank you for joining the Tear Talk podcast. You can purchase today's featured t-shirt and learn more about Mashani by visiting MashaniAllen.com. Also, check out her exclusive line of custom journals at bit.ly forward slash the golden scribe.